What's up, guys? Welcome to episode one of Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers. My name is Mike. I am Tony. Here, here with Tony, Mike and Tony, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers. Uh, we wanted to uh, get started with our first podcast and uh, review one of our favorite, favorite bottles. This year, Fred Minnick put it out there at his number 11 bourbons of the century so far and without further ado we're going to review the elijah craig a117 and uh let's get this going tony yeah let's do it let's before we start let's uh a little quick thing we're coming to you live from sip bourbon house we're in the suburbs of chicago a little bourbon slash whiskey a lot of brown water pretty much anything brown we like to drink up here that's what we and, do here. Uh, that's all we do here. That's where we're at. So this is our first podcast. We're looking forward to it. Mr. Fred, Mr. Minnick is a uh, somebody that we both look up to and like to listen to. So when this number 11, Bourbon, the Elijah Craig Small Batch, Barrel Proof A117 popped up on his list. It's kind of a funny story. I happen to just have one sitting in the basement of my house. And... Um, Tony's got a lot of whiskey in his basement. We he he brings a lot of it over to our whiskey house, but he kind of likes to squirrel a few bottles, more than a few bottles in his basement. So this is one that I think we both looked at when Fred uh, gave it such a high uh, review uh, or rank that we were surprised that we both we both own it and we both have had it before and we both really like it. So we it's again, good. We we're actually both Elijah Craig fans on top of the whole thing. So it's cool to have something pop up like this i i mean i'm not sure how what your guys backgrounds are on elijah craig but it's a uh, heaven hill product um Mm -hmm. they started this whole barrel proof thing back in 2013 they were trying to do it quarterly they ended up changing the bottle shape i think in 2017 if i remember right they changed the bottle shape and they actually started uh numbering the bottles numbering the barrels which is really cool and they started doing that so people could uh, so people could start collecting them because as people get more and more into into whiskey, um, into bourbon specifically, and good stuff like this that they want to keep around for a while, they need to you know they need to document it and and uh, and sometimes archive it and have it. So to jump into it a little bru- uh, a little Let's bit, do this Let's is, do uh, it. Let's do it. Let's get a sip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a sip. Oh, you want to start with a sip start with right a sip. off the bat? Hold right on. Let's talk about the hold on real quick, real quick, Tony. Going right into his sip. This is a barrel proof, 127 proof, uh, which the math on it is 63.5% alcohol, A117. Tony, tell us what A117 stands for. So the barrel proof uh, bottles came out three, they came out three times a year starting in 2017. They were doing it quarterly prior to that. A means it's the first batch, B means it's the second batch. And C means it's the third batch. The, the first number is the month. So this is came from, this was actually distilled in January of 2017. Most of the time, these barrel proofs are coming out in January and in May and in, I think it's October. So I think most of them are going to be A1 whatever year, A5 whatever year, A10 whatever year. Now, the 10 does fluctuate a little bit. It could be a 9 every once in a while. But those are pretty lockdown dates that they nail. And some uh, vital stats on this one. Uh, the mash bill is 75% corn, 
13% rye. You hear Tony say, mm, mm. because Tony loves high corn content. My and favorite. And a 12% malted malted barley. Um, let's get into the the nose on this one a little bit. Um, so for me, I smell... Mm. I'm not. I don't have a great nose, guys. I'm not a sommelier. I uh, I don't have a great palate to be able to pick out all of these small fruits. I do know what I like. I'm 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 good at picking out spice and caramel and vanilla. But when you start getting into all the little sweet stuff, I have a little hard time. But I can tell you, when you smell this, it's almost like a perfume. There's a little perfume, like a little sweet perfume ish to me. I don't really smell any fruits, Mike. You guys, I don't. Mike's better at the. Yeah, we've than we've talked we've talked uh, and and have seen a lot of reviews that talk about cherries, and I think Tony and I both agree that I'm not getting, I mean, just not getting a ton of fruit on this. Uh, I'd say for sure. I mean, the the obvious uh, the obvious oak to it, um, based just based on that. I mean, it smells it smells coming fruity. out of the barrel. It definitely fruit. smells like like I, I hate yeah. The word perfume is because of the. Flowery sweetness. I don't know what to say. More maybe a little bit of the fruitiness comes out, but I I can't pick the fruits, so I, I apologize about that. But whatever, it's what it is. I know what I like. Some, um, I mean, well, let's get into the the. I'm I'm just getting a ton of wood on it, but um, <clears throat> also a little a little uh, kind of vanilla vanilla notes, um. If you're getting fruit, it's for sure sweet fruit, and I think that that's why people are um, mentioning cherries. Because let's take a drink. Being so I'm done. So I'm, I'm done sniffing this. Thing. Yeah, let's let's take a Sip taste. It. Cheers. Mm. I mean, the mouthfeel is just it just runs everywhere immediately. A lot of, a lot of butter. Mm. It it does. It a just a lot of butter. Gosh, it's just. I mean, you, the the flavor is really like a so like a wood, but yeah, it's it's like butter in the way that it just engulfs mm. your whole mouth. Um, I mean, people always little, talk caramel. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I get a caramel on this. I definitely more of a butter. This is more of a like a silky. I'd smooth. go with a vanilla over a caramel. Yeah, and um, it just, I mean, all the way through to the finish. Uh, Solid. It's it's it's. Solid. So anyway, what, really so people great. people are going to start to say the complexity and things like that, depending on how you're uh, how much of a dork bourbon person you are. I put myself pretty high up on that list, but um, complexity has got lots of different factors. And the way that I look at complexity is different from the way Mike looks at complexity is different than a lot of people. I'm a big fan of being able to have a sip and literally be able to like count to 10 and still be able to taste it. Some people, when you're down in Kentucky, they call it a little bit of a Kentucky hug where you kind of feel it and you're kind of feel it going down. I always joke that the Kentucky, I didn't know I'm a, I'm a Chicago guy. Tony's a Kentucky guy. I didn't know what the Kentucky hug was. Uh, I just thought that Tony was coming in to give me a big bear hug, but he explained <laughs> that, uh, you know, Kentucky hug is when you, you know, you have that long, long finish and it just kind of warms your whole body. But and you that's, don't want that's it to exactly burn. That's the, like, you don't want the moonshine burn. Now you're going to get some of the Kentucky out of me if I start getting into the moonshine. Yeah, I mean, this is just, it's got, a, it's got a long finish, um, a, uh, a sweet finish, and... Um, I mean, at 127 know, proof, this is this is crazy good because... A lot of people, when they see that proof, they're going to be scared away because they're going to think it's super hot. You're going to use the words hot, um, spicy. Like for us, I mean, most of the time when you hear the word spicy, for us, I mean, there's a lot of tobacco in it. There's some different spice nodes that get you into it. But 
Um, when people say it's hot, that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Um, if it's a very early bourbon, if it's a, like a premature bourbon, you get under under four years and two years, some of those hots can be more like moonshine hots where you're you're just burning your throat and then you're you're walking away. Yeah. But to get a 127 proof, to be able to give it a good solid 10 count and like it for all 10. Yeah, and without me, any water uh, or ice cubes. I don't, or even, like I don't have a cube in it. And I'm a cube guy most of the time, but this is one that I don't need one in. I, I, I like water to open it up. I'm not a complete purist with the distilled water stuff, but I am. Um, I do like a cube. We do have. We do keep our um, our little glasses here. We do keep all of these. Len Karen uh, glasses. Yeah, we keep all of these uh, in the freezer. So we keep everything chilled, but we're trying not to add water unless you want it. I guess we're kind of pre- pretend purists at times. <laughs> so <laughs> back to the flavor. Besides the, you know, you were talking about spice and you mentioned tobacco. Are you getting any fruit? I'm getting kind of a, on the, uh, on the, you know, back palate, kind of like an, like an, like an orange flavor. I don't want to say like an orange rind, but just kind of like a, it's got like a little tingle. Um, almost, I guess you'd mine's more sugary. I don't know if it's a, if it's orange or if it's a brown sugar or what. It's, a, it's more of a sugar in the end. I kind of taste a little little sweet at the end, and I like sweet. And I think a lot of that has to do with the corn, man. The high corn. You get over seventy percent corn, it's it's where it's my it, that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. So um, I would I, I'd give this a really high ranking. We haven't really gotten to the point where how uh, how Tony and I are going to rank things. Um, some people do it based on you know, a five barrel review, meaning like a five star review. Um, but, but this, this would definitely be up there. And I, I, I think the best thing. I, about I also it think that, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I also think that if you find one of these in this particular year is a really good year, but all of these barrel proofs are good. The, um, the C, the C 10, 17 or C 10, 20 just came out like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I ended up picking one up just from a local place around the corner for, I don't know, what it was, $69.99 or $64.99. But if you can pack, if you can grab one of these things at retail, um, when you start dealing with bang for your buck and money stuff, and I know there's a lot of guys that do, is it worth the money? These are worth the money. You can get, this is a really good bourbon at 60 bucks if you're willing to spend 60 bucks on bourbon. Yeah, and and where I was going with my thought was, it's all about the finish on this one for me. High, high ranks come from me with a good you know, call it like oak spice finish, something that like just hangs around for a, you know, a long time and um, just, you know, kind of the gift that keeps on giving. So, um, well, anyway, man, that's our, uh, that's our review of this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof A117. Hope you guys like this podcast and check us back out. We're going to try to do this more often. Probably going to do it, you know, maybe once a week, something like that. And we'll bring more and more content, and uh, you guys can learn more about us. And, of course, if you don't care to learn about us, you can just learn about the whiskey. So uh, thanks for uh, taking a listen here to Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers with Mike and Tony. And yeah. uh, Check us out on Instagram. It's always cool. We got lots of cool pictures of our bottles, a few pictures of our get-togethers. We, we don't we care more about the bourbon than the, the pictures of the people. But If you're in Chicago, look us up. Be safe out there. Thanks, guys. See you, buddy.